And away we go with Hour 3 of the Morning Show on a Wednesday, the 5th of July, the day after the 4th. Neil Atkins joining us this hour. Good morning, Neil. Hey, we survived their day. Yes. How was your 4th of July? Well, it was fine. We sat out in the rain for a while. It rained in the <laughs> afternoon, and I'm glad it cleared up in the evening so yeah. they could do the Duluth and Superior fireworks. Very little rain in my house. I had a couple of sprinkles, basically. That was it. What well, kind of sprinkled in it? Uh, so yeah. all of a sudden, I, I take the cover off the boat. Then it starts sprinkling. So I put the cover <laughs> back on the boat. Then it yeah. stopped. Then it sprinkled. Then all of a sudden, it started raining. And then it rained pretty good for a while. Yeah. And uh, but the uh, sky is cleared, and the fireworks went off. And it oh was, yeah, uh, it was not like in 1988 when we had our our booth, our beer booth down at the Fourth Fest in oh, 1988. I think when I remember ex- that one. Yeah. When the fireworks <laughs> totally exploded yeah. in one big explosion. Yeah. And uh, we had our beer tent right uh, not far from the stage, and there's about 10,000 people mm-hmm. out there. And all of a sudden, the fireworks went off, and kaboom, kaboom. Uh, people started moving back pretty quick, and all of a sudden, it's really blasted, and people uh, kind of ran off. We I yelled at some of our volunteers that were yeah. helping sell beer and to jump under the big uh, beer wagon, the truck, there just in go. case. And uh, nobody was hurt, which was good. Thankfully, right. The, uh, the bayfront was littered with chairs and coolers wow. and not cool and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I talked to a couple of police officers who had been up near the stage there and they dove uh, when they'd start, uh, like, literally uh, having the stage block. Them okay, when it, when it sure. exploded, wow. the guys that were shooting them off—it was the slip over to the west of the yeah. uh, Bayfront Park. Uh, guys died, dove in barrels and sustained, <laughs> uh, you know, non non threatening burns and that sort right. of thing. And right. after that, they moved the fireworks out to a barge in the bay and probably uh, not have them that close. Yeah, yeah, it's not happened else. since, thank goodness. But now that's yeah. a little safer out that way. But quite quite the experience, down yeah. there, to say the least. Uh, they went off without a hitch uh, last night. Pretty exciting show. I did not stay up to watch it, but I heard it. I that and all the neighborhood did. fireworks, oh, which yeah. kept yeah. going until about midnight or so. Uh, also, the Superior Parade uh, went on as, uh, as scheduled in the morning. And uh, uh, Fourth Fest, of course, in Duluth got underway as usual and had no problems. And the uh, celebrations at Barker's Island in Superior with music and, and the fireworks no problem. Yeah, so. one year, a few years ago, they thought it was going to rain, and they right. they canceled all the festivities down at Bayfront, and all of a sudden the skies yeah. opened up, and it was a beautiful day. They, well, the uh, thing is, with the, the forecast, bypasses. it sounded yeah. pretty uh, ominous yesterday. It was looking. But, it was uh, looking like... Yeah, uh, it turned out not to be so bad at all. No, it so. wasn't, so that worked out for everybody. Good so. that they didn't cancel uh, early, because they would have been... This is true. This is true. ...raked over the coals this morning for doing that, I'm so sure. So you were mentioning, and I was going to talk about this, the... Uh, uh, Polymet, who's uh, oh, okay. yeah. operation up in Babbitt there, not in Babbitt, excuse me, in uh, Hoyt Lakes, the old LTV mine mm-hmm. up there in uh, operation. Uh, Polymet had mothballed that and purchased all that, and they were uh, in the process over the last 12 to 15 years trying to get the permitting to start mining copper nickel. Mm-hmm. This Glencore Corporation, which is a European-based company, Switzerland, owns the majority stake in Polymet. They've been buying into it over the years, yeah. and they just made an offer to buy up the rest of it. And it looks like they're offering $2.11 a share. So that'll mm-hmm. be, uh, that was 18% that they didn't have. So they owned, Wow. they owned, uh, you know, 72% of the company. 
as it was, the stock in the company. Now they want and, it all. <laughs> and they, uh, well, they want the whole works. And it's a major, they're a major mining operation around the world. And uh, if they're going to get anything done up here in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hoyt Lakes, I guess that that's a company that probably do it. So it'll right. be interesting to see if the shareholders, uh, it it appears that stock, and it's the seeing that Glencore owns most of the shares, uh, it does have to have shareholder approval, mm-hmm. and so, uh, uh, and again, the mine would be near Babbitt and a no. processing plant in Hoyt Lakes. The uh, uh, I've been up there and toured the processing plant, which is the old LTV yeah. site, and everything is there as it was when LTV, the iron ore mining company, shut down a, a couple, about three decades, at least three decades ago, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see if this actually. See if the buyout happens, which well, yeah. it probably will. If they already have the majority, uh, I don't know what they. Well, they have to it. ask the rest of the shareholders. Oh, it's they, the they rest have, that vote. Not well, they the have whole to thing. get the majority. They have to ask all the shareholders <laughs> to vote on it. Okay. Okay. If the deal goes through, it uh, doesn't matter if you want to keep your stock or not. Yeah. Uh, it'll it'll get bought yeah. out by this company, and that's how it'll be. So all so right. we'll be watching it to see what happens. Uh, did you have any hot dogs yesterday? I had a bratwurst, <laughs> and I put. I had some uh, uh, little, uh, uh, they're kind of chops uh, uh, on the grill. Uh, chops on yeah, the grill? Yeah, chops, you know. Uh, uh, pork chops? Pork chops, yeah. yeah. Pork. No, okay. it wasn't a, it was a thick, they were thicker ones, pork right. chops. Well, Put cool. those on the grill and then did the brats and we had some right. uh, uh, tuna salad and uh, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> all right. And, and well, the dogs you... were happy, they got some scraps. Oh, I imagine they were, uh, yeah. That's, shake and be, one dog, he shakes between the yeah. bang-bangs going on out right. there. He doesn't they deserve like some that. scraps after yeah. putting up with all the fire. I had one, one of my dogs, he has to jump in the tub, <laughs> go down in the tub, because that was cool, yeah. and it helped, uh, you know, Keep protect the noise him, down. so to speak. Yeah. Some people will buy wow. these little jackets for the dogs oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of put pressure on it right. to help the dogs. And a lot of animals are afraid of thunder and that sort right. of thing, so uh, we'll... But we haven't gotten one of those for him yet. So. Uh, Tom Robick is here, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's pacing uh, back and forth. I, I don't know. Wasn't pa- there was no pacing going on. All right. Well, he's, he's it, looking at the big dig out there. Yeah, yeah it keeps different than when I left for vacation. <laughs> they fill things in and then they open them back up that's, again. Then they fill them in. Like. And then yeah. they open them up, and yeah. you never know. I hope somebody knows what they're doing down there. Because uh, well, that is the. <laughs> That There's got to be, be a plan at some point, I would think, where all this gets <laughs> yes. done. It appears as though they yeah. uh, they have things in order. You think so? Okay, they keep on it. hooking up, rehooking, <laughs> and hooking up the piping yeah. because right. they've got to keep the sewer and the water pipes going. Well, true. So they have extended ones there for all the businesses down here. So uh, yeah. I suspect they know what they're doing. And before you know it, the old central will have steam heat. Steam heat. There Woo-hoo. you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the to- reason Tom Robick is here is because Bruce Siski has the day off. So Tom gets the honors for doing sports this morning. There you go. Yeah. Morning, um, Tom. So they Good to have made... you back from vacation, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you very yeah. much. Uh, mm-hmm. Yellowstone, Grand Tetons, Did you? Uh, wow. Bozeman, oh. Rapid City. Was it hot? That area out there. We we did that. No. Uh, really? Okay. No. We did that tour. We didn't get to the Grand the Grand Teton. We didn't have enough time to get to the Tetons, but we stayed in Bozeman. Uh-huh. And I uh, went through Sturgis, and yeah. on the way back, we mm-hmm. went through Custer State Park yeah. in South Dakota and went saw there the too, buffalo yeah. herds and all yeah. that stuff. So you had a good time? I did. Right. I, d- I did. Um, went to all those places yeah. you just mentioned. Uh, <laughs> I've been there before. All right. 
Uh, and it was not hot. It was that's surprising. When yeah. we were out in Jackson, Wyoming, wake up in the morning, it's thirty six degrees. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was not elevation hot. up a little bit. There. The weather yeah. was great, actually. Okay, from good. what I understand, the the oppressive heat you were dealing with here. But the, the first time I went out there, my mom and I went out, and I was about. 15 years old and we went and stayed in Yellowstone at the big old lodge there and they mm-hmm. had they had like little little houses or little cabins that we yeah. stayed in and it was like uh, in in about this time of year okay okay and we woke up in the morning and there was snow on the ground yeah, yeah. we had a point where we were driving through Wyoming and I'm not making this up first up in the mountain and it started to rain and these were not normal raindrops these were like Golf ball size raindrops, <laughs> which I'd never just poop, poop in wow. your car. And then it turned to hail. Okay. Well, this yeah. is all within a 10 minute span. Then it was hard hail, and I'm going to have to call an insurance agent today, I think. Oh, boy. And then snow. Wow. All within a few minutes' time, <laughs> we went through rain, hail, snow. Uh, you know, and this was uh, late ch- June. Sure. You know, so, Pretty amazing. Um, mm. Yeah. Never thought I'd see the day where that was going to happen. But <laughs> Go up in the mountains, and there you are. Yeah. That's that's it. Uh, so sports. Yesterday yes. there was baseball in, in Duluth. I don't know if you saw that over at Wade Stadium. The, there was a lot of the, hitting going on, apparently. <laughs> there was. The Huskies had an 8-2 to two lead in that game. Uh, in the Going into the seventh inning, and then allowed St. Cloud Rocks to put up nine runs in three innings to tie the game at 11, and then went into extra innings in the final score, 23-18. to 18. Whoa! <laughs> it's yeah. a basketball somebody, game. Somebody needs to start a pit, uh, get well, a pitcher signed uh, somewhere. Yeah, the old ERAs went up considerably for the pitching staff. <laughs> they did. Uh, the Minnesota Twins getting off to a fast start. Mm-hmm. 9-3 win over the lowly Kansas City Royals at Target Field. Because let's not kid ourselves, it is Kansas City. Uh, Max <laughs> Kepler drove in four runs over the first three innings. And the Twins took an early 4 nothing lead. Pablo Lopez will start for the Twins against Kansas City again tonight. Twins are back up a notch over 500 at 44-43. and 43. And they'll get their all-star reliever, Jorge Lopez, back. From the 15-day injured list yesterday, he was placed on the injured list last month due to mental health issues. He pitched in yesterday's game, gave up a run and two hits in one inning, and, and also uh, reliever Brent Hedrick was sent down to AAA St. Paul. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee Brewers, three-game winning streak over after they fell to the Cubs, 7-6 and 11 innings in Milwaukee. Uh, and the Brewers and Cubs will continue their series tonight at American Family Field. Adrian Hauser starting for the Brew Crew. Cubs will have Justin Steele. Lynx will go for their fourth win in a row, and they'll host the Indiana Fever at the Target Center tonight after a win over the Phoenix Mercury, 86-76. Minnesota eighth place in the WNBA, 7-9. and nine. Keep in mind they, how many games they lose to start the season. So they're coming back. Yeah, slowly, I mean, they're really surely, playing yeah. well lately. Uh, after I think they went what zero and six or zero and seven or something like. So um, anyway, uh, right. they're doing really well. And the Milwaukee Bucks will begin Las Vegas summer league action. Hmm. Uh, they'll take on the Denver Nuggets in the first of five games. Uh, do people go to those games? I don't know. I mean, in, in uh, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, there's probably betting going on, so yeah. you figure there'll there'll be some people. There. Have you ever been out to Vegas and see how they've got the not. sports betting going in those no. casinos? I mean, it's a, it's like an amphitheater, <laughs> yeah. and they've got all these TVs going with all these games, all the games going on, right. and you can go and sit in. <laughs> a, it's like a theatrical experience. You can wow. sit in your chair and you can start betting on all this sure. stuff. Sure, yeah. And it's all these. It's 
game. It's teams that I've never heard of. <laughs> I, I went in there. I was looking. I was like, "Holy smokes! Is this something else?" And, and different parts of the game too. Yes. It's not just oh, yeah. the score of the game or the right. spread or whatever. It's, it's they they really. You know, really kind of take it down into a whole bunch of different little pieces that you can bet on. You can do that in in Wisconsin now, of course. It yeah, didn't. some of the casinos are doing that. Now. Okay, yeah. I don't know uh, if they have it, that big an operation. I think but. it's St. Croix, uh, Turtle Lake. Right. I think they both have it. Right. Um, they don't have it in Minnesota. No, that, yeah, that was yeah. not uh, something that years. went through uh, <laughs> this year. Which is hot dog eating a sports? By the way, that was on uh, ESPN yesterday. Kevin so believes it is. They he, might uh, be he, betting on that he, as well. But I think money should go to has Joey Kevin, Chestnut. Uh, participated in a. He has not, but he enjoys watching it. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I just know, I can't watch is, it. It's so disgusting. That, I personally don't believe no. that it is a sport or athletic <laughs> or anything. But so after they're done, do they relieve themselves? I have no idea what, what they do. I mean, a stomach is only so big. Yeah, we we had you um, cram as much as you can in there, and then it, I don't know what happens after that. Yeah, um, we, we've talked a number of times to a, a, a female uh, competitive eater yeah. who's sort of from, or at least her husband is from this area, huh. and she said that she prepares um, by eating a lot of cottage cheese prior to a... Oh. <laughs> that expands things. And really? Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Strategy, huh? Yeah. Anyway, down to 62 of them in 10 minutes yesterday. Huh. That was a guy. Yeah, and that's not just hot dogs. That's buns and everything. But the bun. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they put any condiments on it. You, you know, can, apparently, but you, most of them don't because I guess it's just I would He does dip them in water, though. Yeah. It softens the okay. bun and, right. and just <laughs> continues to put water in there. On the women's side, it was Mickey Sudo defending yeah. her title with 39 and a half hot dogs. Yeah, she's won it like nine times. Yeah, that, think, uh, yeah. apparently she's these a petite little thing. Yeah, they all are. Yeah. The women that yeah. they're in this thing. And in fact, the men that usually do really well are not big people. Right, right. You figure, you know, the bigger you are, the more you could handle, but yeah. not necessarily so. That's just bizarre. Uh, it, it kind of, uh, just thinking about it doesn't make me... F- <laughs> feel like I want to eat anything anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tom. Yep. For Sports 825 now at KDAL, we shall return. New job? Retiring? Want more control of a present IRA? Take control of your investments by transferring funds from one tax-qualified plan to another, tax-deferred. Whether you have an employer-sponsored retirement plan rollover, an existing IRA, or simply need to make an IRA contribution, we can help. To schedule a no-obligation consultation, call Neil Atkins, your Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, financial advisor, at 218-727-4767 or 218-729-7733. Can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. That's for Tom. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Oh, you can't. You can be happy I'm if sure you've Tom mind was out too. there seeing the buffalo over the last yeah, couple of the weeks. Buffalo roam. So Roger Miller doing it. Can't go swimming in a baseball pool. Can't go, can't go swimming old, in a baseball, baseball pool. pool. That's, That's right. right. Uh-huh. I've always like got a kick out of that side. <laughs> uh, Bud Light is now selling for less than water in uh, some American <laughs> warehouses. Apparently they had an issue and they went from the number one beer in the country and dropped it to 30% because of a commercial that featured a transgender activist. Yep. Yeah, they ticked everybody uh, off. Now a warehouse in Pennsylvania said a 30-pack of Bud Light, $9. Mm-hmm. The manager there says he has cases of water that cost you more than Bud Light as they have well, dropped it, their prices trying to get some of their uh, 
I guess, <laughs> uh, customers back. It, it kind of goes to show where sometimes big corporate, Boy. with the woke stuff that's going on out there <laughs> yeah, and wherever right. the trends are, they jump on the bandwagon and oh, this yeah. really backfired. Apparently the woman that was a hired of their public relations on this lost mm. her job over it. Really? And their sales went down significantly, as as you said. Yeah. And uh, and I know some people that still drink Bud Light because actually it is one of the better light beers out there. But, <laughs> really? But uh, the point of the matter is, is they erred on a costly note, yeah. to say the least. So. I'm sure eventually it'll blow over and they'll get their... Uh, oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure. It uh, just... Uh, percentage you know, back again. Sometimes you just got to uh, do a little bit more, more research on where your demographics well, are and the go. trends. And uh, apparently they guessed wrong. This is but, National Bikini Day, by the way. It, I thought really? we'd bring that up just in case anybody's wondering well, what to where to work today. Yeah, well, I don't see anybody with one. <laughs> no, today, no. I so. imagine they'll be at the beach if well, uh, if so. at any place. Yeah. And, say uh, uh, around seventy might be a little cool for that. I'm not. That's sure. true. Depending on where yeah. you are. Well, you know our uh, Congressman Pete Stauber from yes. uh, Northern Minnesota. The White House is picking on him. Oh, why is that? Well, they think he's. Uh, other uh, than the fact he's a Republican. Well, it's uh, yeah. Other than the fact that he's a Republican, they pick on him <laughs> on a pretty regular deal. But yeah. the point is, is that uh, they think he's a little two-faced here because oh. he he's happy that the uh, Supreme Court told the president that he erred in this student loan forgiveness program. That yeah. the program he didn't have the authority to do what he did. That uh, he needs Congress to move forward on the student loan program and actually pass legislation to do it. Mm. So Stauber said, hey, that's great. I really support all that. Well, the White House comes out and says, well, Pete Stauber, you and your brothers owned the Stauber Brothers hockey equipment uh-huh. retailer. Uh-huh. And you ended up getting PPP loans when the world was failing and falling apart because the uh-huh. PPP loans were set to keep businesses going. Right. And they applied for... About eighty-six thousand bucks in PPP loans, forty-four for the first round and forty-one for the second, and both were later forgiven, mm-hmm. as all other businesses that applied for them did. Yeah. And the Stauber brothers didn't have to pay back the loan. So what they and the loans were designed to keep businesses alive and workers employed as the mm-hmm. economy fell flat on its pace during face on during the plague and when the whole stay-at-home deal occurred. So they're criticizing him for being two-faced on this because he's against forgiving student loans, right. but he was happy to keep his employ- <laughs> their employees well, employed yeah. with, with loans to keep people going. Now, I see it as this is not apples to apples. Yeah. This is two different things. Student loans are not keeping people employed. The they're PPP both loans, loans, but they're different circumstances. They're different yeah. circumstances. This is a one-shot deal with yeah. the PPP deal. Hopefully it never happens again. I hope. To keep businesses going. And uh, and the fact that student loans are student loans have been around forever, and the administration wanted to uh, wash away 10000 bucks worth of people's student loan debt mm. and not address all the other people that paid off their loans. So the point of the matter is, is that uh, it's it's a little, I, I would say, partisan politics once again. Yeah. And of course, next year Stauber's up for election. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, in the article on it here, uh, they uh, ended up selling their business in 2021 
uh, about a week and a half after the second PP loan was forgiven. Ah. So they throw that in at them, too. But the point of the matter is, is they kept their employees working, they kept the business up and running, and that's what the loans were designed for. Good. It's a total different thing dealing with student loans out there, but the point of the matter is the White House obviously being partisan because Democrats are in control there, right. and they've been embarrassed that the Republicans have held this seat in northeastern Minnesota that traditionally had been yeah. held by Democrats since the late 1940s. Ah, the times, they are a-changing. Ah, they sure are. So anyway, so there you go. Speaking Star of the Bruce. White House, the uh, Secret Service investigating mm. the suspicious substance found in the White House over yes, the Yes, Steve. Uh, who was visiting out there? It turned <laughs> out to be cocaine. Yeah, how about in that? In the West Wing. Uh, apparently all kinds of people use that particular area, so they don't know exactly where it came from, but investigations are underway. A white powder that turned out yeah. to be cocaine, cocaine in the West Wing of the West. West. I wonder if it was a leftover from the Clinton administration. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah, probably not. You just never know. All right, 835. We'll take a break and be back. More of the morning show on the day after the 4th. Back to the KDAL morning show. Los Lobos and their version of La Bamba on KDAL. 8.41 now, and uh, Wall Street is opening this morning with stocks lower. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what is going on? At the now? opening bell, the Dow, the S&P 500, and NASDAQ all trading lower. It's been a short week, uh, just about half a day, I guess, on Monday. Yeah, it was only half a day. The market was yeah. up slightly on and Monday. And closed yesterday. So. Yeah, and closed, so maybe people hmm. are... Kind of groggy this morning and, <laughs> and crabby. It. Recovering and all that from the uh, from the fireworks and from the parades. This is kind of cool. A southern Indiana town has celebrated a special tradition. Uh, the Fourth of July parade in New Perkins, Indiana, started 193 years ago. They've had this parade since 1830. Hey. It is the longest consecutive Independence Day parade in the country. Which kind of surprises me. You figure somebody out on the East Coast may have had one sooner. But uh, uh, all this time, people still flock to the town for the two-day celebration. Yesterday and on Monday, that saw cars, tractors, and horses parading down the main street of New Pekin, Indiana. New Pekin. Which is 30 miles northwest of Louisville. Louisville, okay. I don't know how that works. That's not in Indiana, is it? But. Well, con- uh, I guess borders, Louisville is close to Kentucky, look, uh, yeah. the Kentucky and, the and Indiana, Indiana are close by there. Okay. Close by there so. so there you go. Way to go, New Pekin, Indiana. Well, you know, it's uh, the celebrations are yeah. something else out there. And I, I see they, they had the parade over in Superior. Yep. And I think uh, that's been Cloquet a pretty long one. tradition. I'm not sure how many years. But I think Cloquet been, had one too. And yeah. had politicians gleefully coming <laughs> and waving at everybody. There you go. We even had a politician out at uh, Pike Lake. Uh, had a picnic at the really? the, um, the new uh, golf club up there oh, yesterday, okay. yesterday, the Pike Lake Association. And, uh, it used to be the AAA, and now it's owned uh, privately owned by some people that live on the lake out there. And uh, apparently Roger Reinert, running for well, Duluth mayor, made an appearance well, out there. Any kind of uh, get-together, I guess, is a good place for politicians well, to press the flesh. Well, as they he say. represented, when he was <laughs> in the state senate, yeah. he represented that uh, the township that... Uh, 
uh, the golf courses in mm-hmm. is in Kenosha Township. Oh, so that was okay. a part of his yeah. uh, district. Gotcha. So he'd come to these things in the past, and uh, I mm-hmm. was told he was there, and I didn't have a chance to talk to him, but he uh, he was there. So there you have it. So well, politicians are, galore. Yeah, he's running for mayor of Duluth. So I'm but sure he came up with his friends. He was oh, invited. Okay. Okay. Just and there's some people there that live. There was Maybe a lot of people Duluth, there, yeah. and I'm sure there was a bunch of people, family members, <laughs> okay. that don't live on the lake. They live in Duluth. Then it all makes sense. Even though even though the mailing address says Duluth, Minnesota, Is it really? those okay. townships are not yeah. in the city limits, and you cannot vote if you live out there uh-huh. in Duluth politics. Hey, we got a big breakthrough in the EV battery race. What's going on there now? Uh, Toyota says it's made the breakthrough. <clears throat> the automaker says it has found a way that can give a car a range of 745 miles oh. on a 10-minute charge. Whoa. Well, that'll revolutionize Holy it. cow, that's like filling your tank uh, with uh, gas in 10 well, minutes. all of us naysayers will be put <laughs> to the side here who have been critical yeah, of the charging well, distances. It's going to be a while. 2027 is when these new solid-state batteries could be hitting the market. Uh, so far, and this is the, uh, uh-oh, uh, the batteries have been prohibitively expensive, uh, yeah, of course. but Toyota says it will be able to slash the cost, the size, and the weight of those batteries mm-hmm. over the next several years. So, so we'll basically, see what uh, you had to take a, a motor home that was a battery and tow it behind your car. <laughs> yeah, so this should not be, uh, in fact, it'll be uh, smaller and more powerful and the longer range. I saw a couple other uh, news uh, stories. There's a couple of companies headquartered out of California that... Uh, uh, one got FAA approval for wow. a, an electric flying aircraft. Oh, yeah, I think and I saw that, too. And the other one got an FAA approval yeah. for a flying car. <laughs> Not docking the crew from Back to the Future, but actually a flying <laughs> car. And the uh, flying car was tested in Slovakia, of all places. Really? And has met all European aviation standards. Wow. Apparently, on both vehicles, the uh, the electric flying aircraft mm. and the electric flying car... You have to have a pilot's license to be able to operate it legally. Well, that would make sense since I you're, would hope so. you're in the air yes, and flying yeah. around, so mm-hmm. it makes sense to have a pilot. So, anyway, so it's, it's moving, moving on up, moving on up. Speaking of pilots, a groundbreaking astronaut is being honored with a life-size statue. The statue is of Sally Ride, who was the first American woman to fly in space. She okay. did that back in 1983 on the Challenger shuttle. She was born in L.A., died in San Diego in 2012. She was also the first astronaut from the LGBT community. Oh. Although she apparently kept it private during Never knew her, that. her lifetime. Never knew that. So. Her sister attended the unveiling of the uh, statue at the Ronald Reagan Library. She says she always had a sense that uh, Sally was seven feet tall, and now she has proof, calling her is. a trailblazer and a hero to many with her seven-foot-tall statue. Go. Sally Ride is a name I hadn't heard for a while. Say, by the way, on the uh, fires up in, uh, mm-hmm. now we have fires in Manitoba, and of course well, you have the yeah, fires all over east Canada. Canada. Well, apparently there's 17 Minnesota DNR firefighters ahead of uh, Manitoba. Finally, fight. let's get these fires under control. Yeah, Got to get some you. people from Minnesota up there. They know how to fight fires. And though the, the bad, <laughs> the, the, a lot of the stuff that came our way was certainly coming out from the, the whole East Coast was yeah. under haze because of the ones up on the... Eastern. Yeah, when you see a map of the fires, it's pretty much all over. Entire country of Canada has got fires burning, so that's pretty sad. Well, they're critical of apparently the Canadian 
forestry department. Yeah, they kind of let them burn unless the they're threatening them. the people, I guess. So. And now they created a disaster. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right, we'll take another break. 846, it's the morning show on the day after the 4th, which makes today the 5th on KDAL. Love is going to be written down in history, just like uh, Romeo and Romeo. Juliet. Hopefully the end would be better for Well, the, uh, that didn't end too well for <laughs> no, those two, did right. it? it? The beginning was fine, but the end did not. Oh, that was a well. Shakespeare play, wasn't I it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not they, a big Shakespeare fan, but I think I did uh, read at least a portion of Destiny was not good for Romeo and Juliet. Uh, severe weather is threatening the central U.S. from Illinois to Colorado. Forecasters say severe storms likely today from Chicago to St. Louis and then down to Little Rock and westward toward Wichita, Amarillo, and Denver. That's the severe weather. Then you got the heat alerts throughout Florida and the desert southwest. The Phoenix metro area today expected to range from 112 to 116 degrees. I just can't fathom those kind of temperatures. I've been in those temperatures. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, For those that have not been out to uh, New Mexico, Arizona, in the desert areas, or I was in uh, high-temperature zones in Uzbekistan, also Mm. in the former Soviet Union. I suppose. And... uh, Average temperatures, 100. Now, the last time I was out in Phoenix, um, we, we had, a, of course, we had a, a meeting out there, and they always love to have them in July because they get cheap rooms, okay? <laughs> oh, I National see. Conference. Yeah. Right. So anyway, the average temperature averaged at 109. Eww. And uh, and I flew over to Vegas to meet some friends there and stay a couple of days with them. Yeah. Did not change. 109, 109, 109. Really? Okay? Wow. So... The point, when I arrived in Phoenix, uh, in fact, Obama was president, and uh, I came in, and my flight was delayed, and the president had arrived, and he was speaking at the big uh, football stadium in Phoenix, the big stadium in Phoenix there. So the roads have been totally cleared, okay? (laughs) Sure. So the limo that picked me up to bring me to the Marriott, the big resort, Yeah. I ended up getting there, and I heard, as I rolled on the window, I heard him speaking, and Obama's, hello, everybody, I'm here! You know, yeah. so it was pretty, it was interesting. Very cool. So. Well, not cool. Hot but, in that case. But the point that I want to make mm-hmm. is that if you don't know what you're dealing with, that hot, dry yeah. weather, uh, mm-hmm. when I got to the uh, event that I was going to, it was sponsored by a group, and uh, they had a big reception going for all the advisors, and it was outside, yeah. and it was like 100 in some degrees, and some people have been drinking beer and not hydrating properly. Yeah. Beer is not a hydrate. No. Uh, and so as I, as I was beverage. being brought to my uh, room, all of a sudden a guy was on the stairs, and he kind of tripped and fell all over the place with his beer, and I was kind of looking at this. And, and it had only been going on for about an hour. Uh, I was about an hour late. So when I got in there, I ordered a beverage from the bartender, and I said, you know, just give me a tall glass of water, no ice. And the guy looked at me and said, you've been in this weather before. I said, I have. I said, if I can have any alcohol, I'm going to drink lots of water and a lot more water than alcohol. But And and I heard these reports of these people dying, hiking. There's a woman that just died in the Grand Canyon, 108 temperatures. She went on an eight-mile hike. 
Yeah, Not a you, good time for doing that. I mean, it's, it's tragic. It's yeah. tragic, but you've got to use some common sense. Well, true. When you're when you're out in these temperatures, you the have to have is, a lot uh, you know, of water with you. If you're not from the region and you're not familiar with it, then you're going to get burned. So well, you have to have a lot of water with you. You have right. to have proper uh, covering mm. on your head and that sort right. of thing. And you should be with somebody. You would hope. And, uh, you know, this is where people get mm. into trouble. And apparently heat exhaustion, you get real confused, mm-hmm. and that's what, what gets you. Okay. So, so just be wary for those of you that travel into those zones. Well, speaking of hot, uh, Monday was apparently the hottest day on Earth. Really? Uh, in recorded history. Where? Everywhere. I mean, the entire average temperature of the Earth was higher on Monday than it's ever been. Well, it didn't seem higher for me on Monday. <laughs> no. yeah, I think it was like 60-some degrees, 62 degrees or something. But when you average in oh, the Antarctic okay. and the Arctic uh, and everything uh, else, oh, really okay. it turns okay. out to be the hottest day ever. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we're not going to be quite that hot around here. We'll expect <clears throat> about 70 today. In fact, uh, let's check in with the forecast and find out uh, what it's going to be like. KDAL Weather Update. I'm meteorologist Peter Kafkowskis with Northern News Now. Your forecast for your day today on this Wednesday. We're going to look at clearing skies out there today. As temperatures today climb into the 60s and 70s through the overnight hours tonight, temperatures fall back into the 40s. And for our day on Thursday, looking at mostly sunny skies overhead, temperatures climbing back into the upper 60s and low to mid 70s. We have Northern News Now. I'm Peter Kafkowskis for 610 AM and F103.9 KDAL. Extending the forecast into uh, Friday, mostly sunny, slight chance of showers in the afternoon, upper 70s, southwesterly winds. For Saturday, mostly sunny, a 20% chance of showers, mid-70s. And Sunday, mostly sunny, again, a slight chance of showers, uh, with highs in the upper 70s. Chance of rain on Sunday is a little better at 40%. So, Yeah, pretty dry and uh, nice. actually a nice week coming up. It, it looks that way. It's not going to be overly hot or, or humid, right. hopefully not. Say, uh, remember down in the Twin Cities, all the problems we were having with those violent carjackings uh, uh, down in the Minneapolis area. This was back, well, it goes on constantly, but yeah. back in in uh, 2021, there were uh, a uh, hijacking ring targeted drivers for five weeks in 2021 and sometimes violently beat people. Mm. Anyway, they arrested the guys, and <clears throat> one of the guys, uh, 20 years old, pleaded guilty in federal court in St. Paul last week to carrying a gun while committing a violent crime in connection with the string of offenses. And uh, the, the guy is going to get um, uh, between 12 and a half and 17 years in prison, and they arrested a number of other people also. Court records show that he had two previous convictions for weapons possession. And th- this is the story with mm-hmm. all these people. Right. There were some plea agreements for some of the other folks, but it was... Uh, Really a nasty deal, and this has uh, continued to go on down there, and it's good to see they finally got one of the rings that was uh, right. stealing these cars, and, of course, they sell them off the chop shops and all that wow. jazz, and that's what, what happens out there. But, uh, again, they hurt some, didn't kill anybody, fortunately, yeah. but uh, beat some people pretty senseless, to say right. the least. This is a weird story out of New Jersey. Police looking for pranksters who played a forgotten baby stunt on mall shoppers. Uh-oh. It involved what looked like a baby in an infant carrier that they apparently left on the roof of a car as the driver took off at the mall. Uh, obviously, police flooded with 911 calls about a Tesla driving around with a baby stranded on the roof, not knowing, of course, that it wasn't a real baby. It was a doll. 
Police say the idea, of course, to capture shock reaction and then post it on YouTube. Did they catch the kids? I would hope so. But, I mean, that's just to get on social media, weird things people will do to try and get uh, uh, views, I guess. Well, it. trying to get views, and then, then there's folks that are called influencers, influencers yeah, right. now that are on social media that are making boatloads yeah. of money. Right. Apparently, the more views you get, the more money you get I from guess these so. places. So, so yeah, yeah get some fine. weird reactions from weird things. But don't do that, people. My goodness. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, other than that, I guess that's, uh, that's about it. That's all I can find that looks good. That's it. Yeah. No more. No <laughs> I'm more. looking to see if there's other some nice weird stories here, but pretty well, I'll tell you the ordinary uh, stuff here. Apparently, the uh, <laughs> school districts down in the Twin Cities and elsewhere are looking at rethinking their discipline. There's some new oh. laws. Can that, you discipline kids? Well, there's some new laws that the state legislature passed and uh, the governor signed into that touch on actions for students in kindergarten through third grade, yeah. ranging from recess detention up to suspension, mm. and will require school officials across the street to revisit their policies before students mm. and staff return this fall. They regulate how and when educators may use recess detention as a punishment for young mm. students. And the punishment may only be dispatched if a pupil is likely to cause serious uh-huh. physical harm to other students or staff. So basically, a kid that's out of control, uh, they don't want you to discipline. No wrapping the knuckles or anything anymore. Or grabbing and throwing you up against the wall. I remember no, that. Well, that you're principles. not supposed to do anyway. I remember going by my principles <laughs> off. Like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, jeez. All, right, All right, Neil, have a good day. We'll catch you on Friday. Uh, more of the morning show coming up after news next. <laughs>